0: Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, just a quick one today on this uh, Tuesday morning. I thought I would, uh, you know, just throw something out there that, you know, I've alluded to, we've talked about, kind of indirectly, directly. Um, But I thought I would just hit it right on the point, make this one short and sweet. But it's about doing the work, doing the work. So especially as a part of adult maturity, there's a lot of uh, 25 to 55-year-olds, I would even say 65-year-olds out there right now running on the critical thinking skills of a middle schooler. And that's the majority really in America right now. And it's not a snide comment and that has nothing to do with, you know, being part of Mensa and some intellectual movement or being a genius, according to some test. It has to do with doing the work and thinking things through. You would, if you were to buy a new car, you know, we're, we've are we recently had to purchase some new cars in our family, some new SUVs, Jeeps. And what's interesting is that we did the work we looked up the model you can go to consumers reports in the online reviews okay this one needs this much repairs at so many 100,000 miles and this is the one it has this many bugs or this one's a lemon or no this one will run forever and we're trying to pick out the safest most economical thing for our children so we did the work we're doing some critical thinking we're looking up things we're checking things out and the interesting thing is when it comes to people's health or even the current pandemic people aren't doing the work they're not doing the work when someone says you know to them "Well, oh, this is a coronavirus it's new and unique and they never looked up that there were four other coronaviruses OC43, NL63, HKU1, and 229E that have been floating um in, in Endemic, not pandemic, endemic proportions and quantities circulating in the human population for a very long time, giving people 15 to 30 percent of all upper respiratory infections before 2019. And we threw away biology books, but we never even talked about those. Um, people didn't do the work. They didn't study. They didn't pick up a thing. They they trusted CNN or something else. And I can understand if you're not a biologist, or you're not used to science. But then you have to be quiet. I, you know, I'm not a very good mechanic, so I have a couple mechanics we trust, and I'm quiet when they tell me what's wrong with the car and what it takes to repair it. I'm quiet about it. I ask questions. I'm an educated consumer, but, you know, and I try to find out as much about it as I can, but I'm not going to, you know, tell someone that I haven't done the work to figure out how to, you know, put on a carburetor, take one off, even though I have. I'm trying to use an example. You know, trying, you know, I'm not going to question it. But all of a sudden, this pandemic, you have little snowflakey people trying to, to explain a coronavirus and an mRNA vaccine, and they are so off base because they couldn't find an intercellular organelle if they tried, and it's just amazing. And people think that's okay, that it's okay to be wrong. It's okay not to have full information as long as you're emotionally passionate about something. I'm so sincere about this, and there's a lot of sincere people about it, but you can be sincerely wrong and they are. So, you know, you look at the numbers and what's going on. I mean, our numbers continue to go up and we, I think we had 72 or 73% um, vaccination penetration here in Minnesota. And our numbers are about the same before um, vaccinations. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. well, if you have, things, you have something that makes you go, hmm, do the work. Don't be lazy. Do the work, figure it out look up the numbers, get your calculator out, do the work. It's okay to investigate yourself. Oh, you weren't taught to investigate. You were taught just to look things up on Google or look things up and trust the source. Well, when I was an undergrad in the 80s, when we had a source, you had to have secondary and tertiary. That means third sources to back up your first source. Why? Because sometimes things are taken out of context. So, and you had to look, if you were, say, writing a history or a political or sociology um, paper, you had to look at other sources that disagreed with that prime source and figure out, okay, that's true. That's not true. None of that's being done today. We're not even doing good research. There's no control groups for what's going on it's amazing for a cold a very bad cold a terrible cold for some people terrible um you know sometimes it's the worst flu they've ever had um and i'm sorry for them but you know our global um, mortality numbers have only gone up 15 16 percent at least in this country which is a bad flu year if you look it up don't don't take what i say verbatim go look it up do the work. Do the work. It's just, it's very frustrating. And, you know, I'll have people, they love putting on memes. We can get through this. Let's do the jab. I studied biomedical or medicine for years and years. Really? Okay. And then I would, I would say, you know, have you looked at the research showing all the patents of the coronaviruses we've done in the last 12 years? And they're like, what? Have you looked at the research showing that when you when you're doing this mRNA vaccine that you actually increase viral load since you only can produce an antibody to one part of the virus instead of using a traditional vaccine where you produce many types of um, antibodies to the same bug so it can get a hook on it? I know if I was fishing for you know a, a huge prize fish and it was legal. I'd throw five or six hooks into the water, not one. You can have your one hook. I have five or six because I'm going to work on my natural immune system. And, you know, have you seen the research that showed that natural immunity works better for coronaviruses like we've always known? No, you haven't seen that? You haven't done the work? You haven't done the research, but yet you're going to talk about it? I'm reminded of things that happen all the time um you know (laughs) especially in the gym it's a great analogy we had some young punk some young kid come in poor gal you know she had her head way inflated and you know i was trying to correct some of her technique and you know she was a teenager i think 16 or 17 she had a hell of a deadlift for her body weight hell of a deadlift she had the world record um teenage world record not the open women's but you know teenage world record and you know i was trying to tell her you know you want to flatten your back and all this stuff and try to do that and you know pull it more into you standard factual mechanical corrections that any good coach that knew anything about lifting more than a year would have given her i mean these were cues c-u-e-s that I, that anybody would give, you know, just not Fred, anybody would give, you know, to help correct her sloppy form, because she was just basically muscling it up, and I'm like, okay, here's some cues that would work for an easy to fix, this is an easy fix, and she looked at me and said, you know, I'm doing okay, you know, I hold the world record, and a couple, of Amy and a couple of our uh, other uh, colleagues in crime and our nemesis powerlifting team just had to walk away. Because they were about to snap. And I didn't snap. I just looked her in the face and said, oh, you just have one? Because, of course, I had many. Teenage world records and junior world records and that kind of stuff. And she just looked at me. I go, if you want more and you want not plateau at age 17 or 18, you'll, you'll work on your mechanics. But again, she didn't do the work. Someone had told her that what she was doing was right and that there was no better way. And that she had proof because she got a piece of paper in the mail. Well, she was lucky, is what it was. And that's great. Luck goes a long way. But you also plateau with luck. You need skill, talent, and luck. And in life, in many areas of life, skill, talent, and luck. And so, you know, it was interesting that, you know, she had this inflated belief about herself. And of course we haven't seen her and she's not lighting up, you know, the power lifting world right now, because of course I was totally right that she would plateau, um, with that technique. Cause you can't, you can't sustain anything with poor technique and you can't sustain a life on laziness and not doing the work. Sometimes you have to get up, make your bed and go do the work. And that means everything in life. That means, you know, if you're going to make yourself a meal, if you're going to have a conversation with your loved one, we are too casual. We are too casual about everything we do. And casual, casualness can cause casualties. Oh, that sounds cute. But casualness can cause casualties. Why? Because you're not focused and you take things for granted and when you take things for granted sometimes we accept that as truth instead of just "ah, that was a lucky break and guess what when it comes to your health and the well-being of your family maybe doing the work's the right thing maybe there's other options With this pandemic, everyone's, you know, all over the board, but they're not doing the work of trusting their own eyes. I just came back from Fargo again, judging a Powerlifting Meet the week before I was in Iowa. People elbow to elbow on top of each other, chalk dust, you know, blood, sweat, and tears all over the place. And I was looking out in the streets to avoid the bodies, but there were no bodies. And there was one person wearing a mask. And the interesting thing is that... You know, in West Fargo, you you don't have to have a mask, but in Fargo, you do. So the virus is so smart, it knows what zone you're in. One of my kids was in volleyball, and we went to a tournament in Lakeville. And I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast. But none of the out-of-city, the suburban um, schools, teams were wearing masks. Nobody in Lakeville was wearing masks. But, you know, the, the people checking you in, you taking your five bucks for the tournament or whatever. And then you, amazing. And the referee wasn't wearing a mask. But amazingly, this, the St. Paul and the Minneapolis teams were wearing masks because, of course, this is a smart bug and just goes to where the city schools are and where there's mitigation methods well, Fred, you're being smart-ass. This is a deadly virus, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you can say those words all you want. You're not going to make it any stronger than it is. It, it It's 15% increase. That is something. That is huge. And that's what we should be looking at. But instead, both sides, both sides have wrapped up in politics instead of studying this damn thing out. You know, now we have an anti- a viral drug that's come on the market that's cost thousands of dollars. Instead of doing a study with zinc or vitamin D, you know, easy things. Well, Fred, there's no money in that. You're right. And people will not do the work and study and find out why, why there is not cheaper alternatives. Hydrocoroquin. You need to find out why these things work. Or they don't work. Do the studies. We need to do the studies and do the work. And some of those studies are already out there. Put down your remote, turn off CNN or MSNBC, and start reading some research. Or pick up a viral textbook, a virology textbook, and start reading. And the only Googling you should be doing is in the medical dictionary for the words you don't understand. And this has been another Fact Podcast.